It's a rare condition. It's called AIDS. When Michael Johnson got it, we all thought he was gay. If there is a cure, it'd be from God's design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic cure inside those deep state walls. Cause all I see are medical fees. My whole family's victim to HIV. We really live horrible times, but make hilarious memories. We're consciously monetizing our traumas and our friendship. We also talk about smart guy stuff sometimes. We know the show's got a stupid name. Welcome to Always Very Always. The age of consent and incest has always been really interesting to me. But since we can't talk about that, there's a realness crisis in this country. I don't want any anyone talking about the real issues. You know, I'm going to have to uh, talk about my feelings through song form, through parody form. So if you don't mind, this is Stepmother by Danzig. Stepmother, can I help you from under the bed? Can I help you from the washing machine? Oh, stepmother. Stepfather. I cannot fuck you right in the ass. Don't hide your hole from the weighted world. Oh, stepfather. Bow, bow. Not about to feel ashamed. Because technically it's not incest. They're not at all blood related. So they're basically strangers to me. I'm gonna fuck them in the ass. Until they're bleeding. Not about to feel ashamed. Because technically it's not incest. They're not at all blood related. So they're basically Strangers to me, I'm gonna fuck in the ass. And this is the part where the guitar solo goes. Yeah, that's my that's my little song there. Um, that's my little that's my little song. I don't know if you liked it. I don't know if it's alienating or a little too edgy for you. But I think you know I performed that song at like uh, my eighth grade talent show and they loved it. Um, acapella as well. Um, so I wrote down this thing here. Oh yeah, because this one, this one, I was gonna we we're gonna do top ten pokey women, and you might notice Dante's in here. Yeah, he uh he died in a plane crash, by the way. Anyways, um, so we'll do top ten pokey women, and I just wanna preempt preempt this list by saying opinions are like assholes. Only gay guys keep them clean. Um, and since you know I'm more of a bi sexual or heteroflexible type guy this might not be the best and cleanest opinions um but the way i see it because you know i'm a, I'm a bit of a leftist i'm a bit of egalitarian and you know i don't really see rank and i don't really see merit to me you know um all bitches are valid um so doing a top 10 was really hard for me because i'm such a leftist to my bones that hierarchy with anything 
uh, especially ranking fictional women that I jack off to was also was like really hard for me. And I really have to fight through that. But we all have our own personal battles. And, you know, I just learned to just get through it because, you know, uh, kids in Detroit or whatever. Anyway, this, this is my I got some honorable mentions. It's not the type of guy who um, who like does honorable mentions before one because like, oh, we're doing 10, then nine, then eight, then seven. Don't forget six. Dude, we're doing five. We're doing four. We're doing three. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Number 11. What? Why would you do the honorable mention right before one? I don't know. That's always been stupid to me, but I have three honorable mentions here. And this might be a little bit controversial. A little bit controversial. Cynthia. Not in my 10, man. Not in the 10. Not in the, not in the beat off rotation. Um, you know, great character or whatever, cool design. But for me, eh, I don't know. I get like a like a, like a high school teacher that somehow like ha- like has like a rich boyfriend, so she has like a little bit nicer clothes. Um, but she's still like a teacher, so you like you kind of want to smash, but you ain't you know, like outside the context of class. She, she ain't turning no heads, you know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong in saying that. Um, but that's just what I feel. Um, another honorable mention is Veronica. She was like this uh, pass passing character in like in like the Gen three anime. It might have been like season fucking seven. I don't know which episode, but she was nice with it. I liked her design, and you know, she was one of the few like women girls I could say. Cause, I mean, I guess her sixteen. That was like, oh, like the one time Brock Brock has a crush on someone that I would also have a crush on. I don't know. I thought she was cool. I liked her little ribbon dancing and, you know, wrap those ribbons around my neck and uh, kiss me because that's romantic. You can, you can do a little Spider-Man action on me, actually. Um, anyways, Alessa, Aliza, I don't know. I only watch uh, the Pokemon anime with the sound off. That's not because that's not some weird joke I'm doing. It's just I have it as background footage all the time. Was I have like this not not to flex, not not to flex, but I got this a uh, 43 inch uh 4K television and I have nothing to watch on it because I don't watch TV. And if I watch a show, I rather watch it on my computer. Um, yeah, I rarely watch TV, so I'm like I gotta make use of this uh, television somehow. Uh, so I either use it as a second monitor sometimes, um, or I usually just have Pokemon playing. So like, uh, my usual setup, I'm subscribed to Amazon prime and the Pokemon channel on Amazon prime. So I get like seasons. Well, not anymore, but for the longest time I get, I have, uh, got seasons two all the way to all the way through X and Y. So I think that's season 19. Yeah. So. I have I have a nice wide range of all the Pokemon women. I'm not a, like a Gen One or type guy. I basically like all the generation besides Sun and Moon, um, because fuck Z moves, um, and the I don't even I can't even name Pokemon from that generation. Um, but anyways, I so I I, I said I I said that to say I don't know how to pronounce Alessa or Aliza or whatever, even though she's a model. And she doesn't mind bearing cleavage or whatever. And she has a lot of 
a lot of fans and she's she's that bitch and i'm not gonna take away her that bitch energy but it's just not my type i don't i'm not going for a that bitch i i'm more of a a, a strong independent type of woman who who seeks a man because i'm a strong independent guy who seeks a woman i'm not looking for any emotional dependence i'm doing my thing you're doing your thing and we can all just come together sometimes and have have a good time uh you know, I'm that type of guy when I'm, when I'm talking about Pokemon women. So here comes the 10. And this is in no particular order. The only two, I'm because I, I named 10 and I really still can't think. Because, again, I'm such a leftist. Um, that's, I can't, like, rank these. So I'm going to rank them on the podcast right now. Because I think it would be, be great radio. Um, or whatever. Uh, I think that's... Uh, one of my tips that I got from somebody's dad once. It's like when you're, when you're podcasting, call it radio because people respect you. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah, this is this is a radio show now. Um, I don't even know if the shit's on iTunes, but, but I'm calling it radio. Anyway, Ranger Solana. Ranger Solana, one thick bitch. Um, also, l- l- little little bit of... Uh, her outfit really accentuates the vagina area, the uh, the vulva area, and maybe that's just some fan art I saw. But I really like her design, and I think I think she's hot. I think she's really really about her stuff, and she's one thick bitch, and she's out here saving Pokemon and stuff. Um, I like her episodes, the Deoxys episodes from Gym Three, and I think she has a cool character. Um, but she, I'll put her. In the middle, let's just put her at five. I'm, I'm gonna write down here. Let's put her at five. Uh, 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 you know, not permanent, but maybe at five. The next one here is green. Now, you might be saying, Oh, green, she's like nine years old. Um, and you'd be right about that. But when has age ever stopped me? Um, but with that, I really like her character. I'm more of into her character. Of like, um, I'm, I'm referring to Pokemon Adventures, and I'm not like a big Pokemon Adventures guy. I've only li- read the first fourteen to twenty volumes. I haven't gotten to the later stuff, but I like Green's character. I think she has a cute design and the fan art of her when she is a little bit older. You know, it's pretty nice. Um, and she also reminds me of um, of someone I used to know and and uh, nutted in. We'll put it at eight. I'll put it at eight. So um, Sabrina was someone as a kid. I always had fantasies about. Always had fantasies about. And uh, I like how she she pretends to be psychic. And like you go in there. And she was like. Oh a challenger. I, I predicted this. Oh I seen you coming ever since I was a fucking born. Um, it's like. Okay bitch. I don't really care about the psychic shit. I'm going to be using you know. Uh, return on you and beating you in one hit all your pokemon in one hit because they have no defense um but i really liked her design the original design i liked her how they redid her original design in the in the gen 3 remakes and i i like her johto like when uh the heart goes so server design she's she's hot she's elegant she's basically aliza alessa um but you know there's, some, there's an aloof nature about her. And also adding to this is her alternate character in Pokemon Adventures. Where she's like a Pokemon Rocket uh, like admin or whatever. And she she looked cute in a Pokemon Rocket outfit. So 
I'm, you know, I had a lot of a lot of intense fantasies when I was twelve about her. So I'm gonna have to put her up. We're bumping up Sol- Solana to four. We're gonna put Sabrina at five. Next up, we're gonna talk a little bit about Officer Jenny to here. Officer Jenny, Jenny, uh, she out here saving people, and you know, when it comes to the Officer Jenny, Officer Jennys, and the police departments of the Pokemon world, I'm a Blue Lives Matter type of fella. Maybe in real life, you know, I, I'm an A cab, you know, um, but in the Officer Jenny, what does A cab stand for? Um, all, all cops are bad. Yeah, yeah, all cops are bad, but in uh in Pokemon world, all, it's it's a cat. All cops are thick, because Officer Jenny is always stretching the limits of that miniskirt. You know what I'm saying? And she's always stretching the limits of that top as well. You know she has just you know them bangs under under that little under that little uniform she got on. So, and she's and she's helpful. She has like a cool growlith. Maybe I'm confusing that with the with the police officers in the, in the games. Um, but yeah, she's up there. Do I like her more than Solana? Nah. So we're gonna bump we're gonna bump Solana up to three. And Sabrina up to four. Do I like nah, I still like Officer Jerry Morning Green. Sonya. Sonya. I I never seen her anime counterpart, but I just know her from the game. And, you know, I always had, like, a little bit of a thing, a big of a thing with, like, the orange hair, the people, red hair people. I don't know. I'm a bit colorblind. So, I think it's orange hair, right? Um, So, just for that alone, we're going to we're gonna put her at seven. She has an okay personality. Claire, she's, she's my type of broad, like, in real life. Like, this type of girl I would date is someone who's, like, hot but has bad breath. So... <laughs> So I gotta just for that alone, I think I gotta put. I'll put her at three and Solana's at two because Solana's thick with it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dawn, Dawn. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know she's fucking four years old or whatever. Um, damn, what this is fucked up. The listeners, they're all thinking I'm a normal guy, and I'm making this fuck up list that they don't even think is funny. Fuck. I'm so fucking stupid. So I can't do stuff without Dantes. He's he's the one who launders me. He makes me seem kind of normal, kind of. Fuck. You know what? We're going to put Dawn at 10 because I'm not into having sex with children. Because I'm a leftist and I'm anti-pedophile. I'm the real anti-pedophile. I just keep talking about Epstein. I don't actually go, you know, uh, go to the bottom I don't raid businesses with an AA-12 and say, show me the pedophiles or show me the kids or free the kids or whatever. I just like talking about it. And and as part of that talking about it is me being, uh, is putting Dawn at 10. Um, anyways, Whitney. Whitney's a strong contender. Whitney's a strong contender. Her character. I mean, what she means for Pokemon players is that she is the hardest battle for a while in uh, the Generation 2 games. And she's the type of girl that makes you think. And in more ways than one. Um, good shape. Um, great age. We love them at 14. We love 14-year-olds around here. 
and we're going to be putting them at a, what should we see here? I would say she's above Sabrina. And she's above Sabrina. Is she above Claire? Hmm. Yeah, she's above Claire. So I'm put Claire at, we're moving everyone back one. Four for Claire, five for Sabrina, and now Officer Jenny is six. Okay. Misty, the classic. Everyone loves Misty. Who does who does who hates Misty? Not not me. Uh an odd thing, an odd little quirk. God, I'm such a fucking creep. An odd little quirk about Misty is that throughout the first through fifth season, from episode to episode, most of the time it's consistent, but there's some episodes where Misty is she's drawn with a little more hip, a little more hip action, a little bit wider. Sometimes she's drawn like very flat. And those thick episodes when she they draw a little bit thicker, a little bit wider. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm really into that. A tomboy with with hips. It's the best of both worlds. I can be gay and trade at the same time. It's like that's what I want. You know? Kinda. I, I want a boy's personality in a woman's body. Uh, that's the dream. So uh, but still though, I don't know. When I take Misty over Officer Jenny. Over Sonya, maybe. We'll put her at seven. We'll put Sonya at eight. We're putting green at nine. Putting green at nine. Okay. Now we're down to the final three. This is going to be pretty hard. This is going to be pretty hard for me. All different reasons. Professor Ivy, Jesse, and Bianca. Whew. Whew. So, fuck, this is hard. Professor Ivy got them things. She got it all. She's all that in a fucking bag of sarin gas. Or whatever the saying is, you know. Um, uh, she's all that in like an ether rag because you want to knock her out and do stuff to her. Uh, Wow, why would I say it? that's fucking weird, you fucking dickhead? You're just running people off. God, why would you say something like that? I'm not adding anything else, so I don't really... Fuck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being crude. I thought this would be a good idea. I'm just just being crude. Anyway, Professor Ivy's hot. But in my opinion, in my opinion, as a guy who's not fully heterosexual, to me, there is such a thing as a woman that's too hot. <laughs> There's a, this is a, such a... It's a real phenomenon. So... I don't know. Yeah, she's more attractive than. Fuck, is she is she more attractive than Solana? Fuck. Is she better than Whit? She is better than Whitley. Solana though. Let me look at some pictures right here. Let's look at some of this. Some definitely not on my hard drive pictures right now. Um. So let's go to what's her face, Professor Ivy. Do I have an Ivy folder? I mean, I, I do I have let's on Google Images. Do they even have pictures of Professor Ivy? He's such an obscure character. Hmm. I see here. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm going with Ivy on this one. 
I think I'm going with Ivy. I like the idea of being into a Pokemon Ranger, but in reality, I gotta go with the Professor. I love Brainiacs. Um. Anyway, we're gonna bump everyone up a little bit. Whitney's now four. Solana's now three. Claire's now five. Who's five? Sabrina's now six. Officer Jenny is seven. Misty's eight. <sighs> wow. Sonya's nine. Wait, this doesn't make sense. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And green is... No. Doesn't make sense. Three, four, five, six, seven. Damn. Oh, I wrote 11 people in the 10. Damn, dumbass. Can't even count. Um, But yeah, green is 10. And it looks like Dawn's on the outs here at 11. But the top two spots, they're up for grabs. It's between Jesse and Bianca. The battle for my soul. Uh, the battle of my saved pictures. Jesse or Bianca. Jesse or Bianca. Personally, I love both of their characters. I love both of their characters. Um, I don't know. I just remember one episode in like season three. What was it called? It wasn't Jodo League Champions. It wasn't Master Quest. What was it? Jodo Journeys? Yeah, that's what it was. There was an episode where like, like Ash has to go to like the hospital because it's like his whole, he has a whole body like injury and the Chansey there is doing a horrible job of making the injury worse. So in the middle of the night, uh, Nurse Joy has to come down and help. And, uh, you know, since Jesse and Team Rocket and all of them, Jesse, James, and Meowth, always following Ash, trying to steal their Pokemon, they also, like, camped outside the thing. And there's, like, all this backstory. Like, it triggers a memory for Jesse. And when she tried to become a Nurse Joy, that was, like, her dream job, I guess, before she has to go to be part of Team Rocket. And she she took out an ad... Well, there was, there was an ad, and she took out an opportunity of the ad to go to a Nurse Joy college. But what she made the mistake was, it was actually, it was actually a, a, a Chansey college. It was training Chanseys to be Nurse Joy assistants. Um, she just thought it was a Nurse Joy assistants college. And she's there doing all this work. And, uh, you know, and she she's not only like trying to study hard and all this, but she also helps one of the chances on her stuff to the point that it kind of harms herself. And she ends up getting kicked out for it actually looking like, uh, she didn't do any work. Like did, didn't do her assignment because she gave her assignment to like the, the chancy that she was been helping this whole time. So she had, she got kicked out of school, had to join team rocket. And, you know, for some reason, that combination with her like her obviously she has she seems to me to have very soft soul jesse and she wants very simple things <laughs> uh, but she's been turned to a life of evil you know uh, because because you know the regular world failed her and for some reason it really resonated with me that really resonates with me as like an underground type guy 
who who can't be accepted by the mainstream because he talks about he makes lists about pokey women you know because i'm too real for these streets that resonates with me um yeah and then the she, when she meets that Chansey again, who's doing a bad job. So, like, it's so funny. It's so fucked up. Because the comedy of the fucking episode is that she lost her dream job to help a Chansey that ended up doing a shit job anyway. Um, But she sees the Chansey in the middle of her trying to steal the Pikachu or whatever. And they lock eyes. And she's, like, about to cry. And uh, and she, like, remembers all, all that again. And I was like, damn. She she could have she had like another opportunity there, I feel, to maybe give up the life of crime, just be a nurse joy or something, try again. But nah. Anyways, I just have to recall that I tell. Um but yeah, Jesse's always been thick with it. I don't like how they started drawing her in like Gen 5 or like, I don't know. It it seemed like very not detailed, her hip area. It's not very detailed compared to her in like generation two where nice detail, nice thickness, nice cheeks, all that good stuff. And um, and yeah, there's in like an episode towards the end of like. I think it's the end of an Orange Island season where like a part of her, like the lower part of her butt cheek is out. I find that odd because it's a kid show still. I understand that they make like innuendos, especially in those early seasons, because you know it's a Japanese, it's a Japanese show. But it's had like a, her butt cheek out, and it's very subtle because it wasn't the point. But like the way she was posing, her legs started to cur- curve into her butt cheek before, you know, the skirt start. I mean, I don't know. This is fucking nerd bullshit. I'm just saying, like a character. I like your thickness. And that's all I want out of a woman. Um, so the other one's Bianca. Great character, great thickness. She is the type of character uh, to, you know, uh, step on a rake and get hit in the face with it. She is the character who goes fishing, throws the, the line back and hooks somebody's underwear and, you know, and and gets them to fall into the water by accident. And she also the character, which I also like, she loves like the muscular Pokemon. She loves Sock so much. She saw Sock flexes like, oh, my God, let me feel your muscles, whatever. And, you know, that's what I'm that's what I'm into. That's the type of woman I want is going to feel up on me. She's impressed by me. I feel like most of these women don't really give a shit about, you know, us gym rats, us us lifters, you know, um, but Bianca would. She appreciates the hard work and she loves that chiseled physique. Um anyway, so I would have to go with uh those two a hardened but inept criminal like Jesse or a, a, a thick, delightful wonder like Bianca. I like Jesse's a voice actor. I don't know if they ever they ever changed voice actors for Jesse, but I like Jesse's voice actor a lot better. And Bianca's, but I would have to say, the girl with the cake takes the cake. That's Bianca. That's Bianca. She's my number one. She's my goddamn number one. Jesse, sorry, you're at two. Ivy, 
you're at you're at three. So here's the rankings again. Honorable mention: Cynthia, Veronica, Alessa. Number eleven: Dawn. Green is ten. At nine, we got Sonya. Eight is Misty. Seven is Officer Jenny. Six is Sabrina. Uh, five is Claire. Four is Whitney. Three is Professor Ivy. Two is Jesse. One is Bianca. And that's my top ten Pokey women. All fourteen of them. So, you know, if you like that, if you if you like that that half hour bullshit of lecherous bullshit I just did, you can even get more of it on the Patreon. Of five dollars a month, you can get a bonus episode every week. And if you pay ten dollars, you get the bonus episode, and you get care a Carehoku weekly news audio, about ten minute audio, and you also get an extra bit every Friday on top of that. And that rotates to audio compilations of records me and Dantes and other people have done over before the podcast um, started and, you know, other stuff like that. Or it could be me doing some other type of bit. You know, you get stuff. I'm work. I work very hard to make sure that I have good Patreon offerings. Um, But sometimes, you know. Because of that, this week, I worked hard on, like, making the Carehoga Weekly News, like, making it really good. Uh, so, those $10 patrons, we don't have any yet. Those $10 patrons get their money worth. Um, so, yeah. So, maybe the topics this episode suffer because of that. I don't know. I'm so insecure when I'm by myself. Oh, God damn. Why did that fucking plan to crash in the Himalayas so Dantes could be here? I was going to ask him. Um... Like, what's his opinions on semen retention? Uh, let me op- reopen this tab. Though. I want to shout out the one patron we got. It is Alec Moses. Paid us $7 in Australia money for the always very fan tier. The $5 tier that gives him the extra bonus epi- episode every week, every Monday. Um, Yeah. And I don't know what, what the currency is. I don't know what's called. Is it Pounds? I don't know. And when it was in when fucking the the UK was a part of the EU, did all the other Commonwealth countries have to use the euro? Hmm. Interesting. I'm not gonna Google it though. But I'm pretty sure the way I'll show you money where it's like a geometric fun- function. So it starts off like one to one with American money, and then it's like five to seven. But then it's like if you want the ten dollar tier, the always laughing always i think is that the tier the ten dollar tier it's like it's 49 australian dollars to for, for the 10 american dollar tier i don't know it's fucked up you don't need to fix your money over there but uh yeah um what was i about to say oh yeah i was gonna ask him about uh seeing retention it seemed like a, it seemed like a good idea to me but since he's not here we're just gonna blow by that i was gonna ask his opinion on chiang kai shek because, you know, he's a big political guy and he's really like well versed in history and like books and stuff. Um, we also going to do a bit about our fast food restaurant. And I was thinking that the name would be always eating always or or uh, eat your heart out bar and grill. And the only food item that I could think of was having a uh, uh, an item called a filet of fish. I know it's a, it's a stupid dumb fucking joke. Um, oh, this is something I want to talk about the premium episode, but I saved it for this. Um, my, you know, you think I'm a fucked up guy, a fucked up stupid guy. Well, you can blame that partially on my father. 
He didn't beat me. He never cussed me. He never motherfucked me. I guess technically he did motherfuck me, huh? Damn it. Um. Anyways, he like when I was uh, like seven or eight, around that uh, time, I had a good amount of games. Not like a whole ton. I wasn't drowning in them, but I had like a, a nice amount for like that age kid. I had a PSP and I had a, a, a DS. And that's, you know, I had a DS with a couple games. I had like, like Pokemon Ruby Sapphire and Fire Red. On a PSP, I had the Mega Man, the remakes of Mega Man 1 and Mega Man X1. And I don't know how I beat those games as a kid. Because I have trouble beating X1 now. But maybe they made the Maverick Hunter X game easier than the original X1. Uh, Mega Man 1 is pretty easy for me to beat because I did it so many times. But anyways... Uh, my father struggled with money and drugs or whatever. And so he wanted money to buy some drugs. So all those games that were like the only thing. And at this time, it's a horrific period in my life. This is like right after Hurricane Katrina. We're li- living in a FEMA trailer. New Orleans is always fucking a shitty fucking shithole. But even more so now, uh, I have like, I'm not buying any friends. I don't like I didn't have a relationship with my sister because she's like fucking three. Um, and it's just the only thing in my life that is makes it worth living is like whatever dog shit food I was getting fed and those games, those wonderful games. And yeah, he pawned those off. He pawned my took my PSP and pawned it away. And, you know, a little bit later, a year later, I still have my DS and I it was like. I guess it was a couple years later, because it's when Pokemon Diamond Pro came out, and I had Diamond, and I had so much. I put so many hours into that game. I played that game constantly, and uh, I ended up buying like an action replay at some point with like birthday money, and so all the Pokemon that I couldn't get from like the events or whatever, like your Dark Cries and stuff like that, I just put into my game, and I I finally got like, it was the first time. My entire life, I was able to actually complete the Pokedex, you know, somewhat, somewhat legitimately. Because, um, I, you know, I migrated a lot of Pokemon from Gen 3. And all that work, like hundreds of hours of work. And honestly, a lot of my own birthday money and my mother's money. Because the first time he pulled my PSP, it was still with my mom living in that FEMA trailer. But two years later, they divorced. Um, you know, by 2007, 2008, they've been divorced and he pawned away like while I was in the bathroom, he like took my DS and all the game and the games that were in it. And I go, I go back like, Oh, where's my DS? Where'd I put it? And my grandmother, she's not in on my dad's fucking scheme. So we're looking for, we're looking for it. And I can't find it. I can't believe I lost it. I can't believe I misplaced it. And, um, my grandmother was like really worrying about it. And I was like, damn, I can't believe I fucking lost it. And it just felt, I don't know. Like, stuff like that would happen all the time where I would, like, put something down and lose it. It felt like that happened a lot when I was that age. And it's it's not the same as, like, being gaslit or anything. But it had that similar sensation of, like, the world is not reacting the way that I'm treating it, you know? I'm, there's not an equal and opposite reaction happening here. I set my DS down. And now it's gone without anyone knowing. Sus? Anyways. I found like a, like six months later, my dad just confesses to it. Because I just can't find 
never found my DS. And it fucking ruined my fucking life. It's like, it's not so much like the trust of my father's going, because I don't give a fuck about that. Like, you know, by then, even like by like being nine years old or whatever, I don't give a fuck about human relationships. The games, I don't think that's good. The fucking shitty honey buns I get every once in a while are good. There's nothing else. There's nothing else in life. To that point, until a long time after that, that was it. It was the fucking games. And I understand that you have things that you want, and you want money, and you and you were willing to steal to feed your addiction. I'm that same way. Maybe if I was in the same predicament, and, you know, maybe I would do the same thing. I don't know. I haven't been in the same predicament. Well, besides one time. And I felt like this is me. This is me trying to get my karma, you know, matching his, sort of. A couple years later, same grandmother, same house. She had a hundred, a hundred and forty, a hundred fifty dollars on the nightstand right next to my bed. Just had it next to me. So I'm thinking, if she's trying to say something, if she's saying this for me, she never said it was for me. But at the same time, I'm not gonna let this giant, the most money I've ever seen in my life, right next to me, just sit there. So I just like, I'm gonna take it. And I'll put it in my bag and I'm like, okay, wake up next day, go home. Don't even know how I'm going to spend this money. Um, I'm home. I'm playing a little, little Madden or whatever. Just hanging out, maybe a little Minecraft or free.com. And, you know, one thing turned to another. Get a call from my mother gets a call and it's like, you fucking, they found out. They found out I took the money. Like, fuck. It was like, what? We was going to use that money to buy you a Wii. I was like, what? That's the money you, you, get, you was going to buy you a Wii? Why would you put that right next to me? And I was just, I felt so fucking guilty. Um. Anyways, I don't know why I'm telling this story. But, I don't know. I just feel like I had to tell that to just tell you, for you to understand that I'm like a fucked up guy who's been through stuff. Because I've had stuff stolen from me, stuff that I care about. And I, I would say it's sort of a good thing. It's sort of like how, you know, all the great athletes, all the great back black athletes, they mostly come from either other NBA, like other, why I say, why don't I focus on the NBA? Let's just say NBA players. They either come from other NBA players or they come from like very horrific circumstances. So maybe that that was my like horrific circumstance that was like, it was traumatic, but not no, not in. Not in a way that's like, you know, dramatic. It's not a dramatic, dramatic incident. It's just like a low level thing that's like it speaks to so many other fucking shitty things in your life. Um, Like. uh, So you don't end up being an athlete or anything. You end up being a podcaster, I guess, a content creator type guy. We're just having just not being respected by like the few people that you're supposed to trust with your life. It's like, oh, they don't even respect any aspect of you. They'll just take whatever they want from you any time. When you're just a little-ass, vulnerable-ass nine-year-old. And it, just because you grow older doesn't mean you shed those, uh, that fucking bullshit. Anyways. Um, let's, I'll keep it in the dark side of things. My mother's boyfriend once went to jail because he wouldn't, he wouldn't pay his parking tickets. Um... So, like, after a while, they just put you in jail for a while, for, like, a couple of days. 
and he was talking to a guy in there. You know, you, you, you trap people up in jail because jail's not really not even that bad. It's it's prison that's bad. Jail, it's like you know, weed and weed and tea, weed and crumpets. We're sitting here watching a big game, um, and all this. I'm sure jail was really fucking sad the day that that Queen Elizabeth died. They they were all sad. They were all crying. You know, grown ass men who looked like Kimbo Slice were just bawling their fucking eyes out because it's fucking it's 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 a bloody shame, mate, that the queen has has just kicked the bucket, um, bruv. But anyways, he was talking to somebody in there, and you know, my mom's boyfriend is like, yeah, I'm just here because I didn't pay a couple of parking tickets. And other guys like, yeah, my wife was being a bitch, so I, I cracked her in the head with a cast iron skillet. And when she hit the floor, I realized a lot of blood was coming up. So I was like, huh, I guess I'm going to keep going. And he kept smashing and smashing her head with the cast iron pot. And it was about like six hours until, you know, the cops came and arrested me. So, you know, now I'm I'm here. That's sort of my type beat, man. But yeah, so I thought that was interesting because I think, uh, you know, that's absurd or whatever. Ah, fuck. It's hard to get through fucking hour like this without Dante's. Uh, I wrote here, this is three topics that I wrote here. We're getting made fun for liking the Loud House slash getting bullied by my sister slash cartoon discussion. And then the other topic was dumb bitch teacher. And the last (laughs) discussion topic was Ballad of the Fleshlight slash Real Doll user. So... Hmm. Fuck. You know, we're gonna say that for later. But I was thinking about um like you know, everybody talking about equality, everybody talking about equity, but what about Beckwity? For every black man a Becky. You know what I'm talking about? What about what about um Jackwity or Keckwity? Jackwity every man, every black man a Jessica. Keckwity Every black man be able to get away with a keck style incident, you know, lobbing, lobbing rope bombs, you know, into to a white daycare. You know, that, that's a keck style incident that I want to get away with, you know, but no one's talking about those things. You know, I don't know. This shit sucks. Um, I was to give my opinion on Chiang Kai Shek. He had a pretty cool uniform. Um. Shit, I got random uh, political thoughts that I didn't get to touch on in the last episode. It's like, does the does the vaccine even do anything? Um, so yeah, that's one thought. The other thought is, um, if George Floyd was gay, there would be a full blown revolution. I think, like he was both. I'm not saying gay into the black, but if you added gay on top of that, like he was like a a, a low tier gay icon. I think there would have been a revolution right now. All right, already happened, because you know, people love the gays. Um, and also another political thought: Does the American labor market control for laziness? And this was inspired by a con- like there's a video covering how Brett Favre like stole millions of dollars of of Mississippi welfare money or whatever dog shit state he lives in. Um. Which, you know, I'm saying as a person who's in Louisiana, it's fucking dog shit here, too. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, one in the comment section 
some one of the comments in the comment section was like, "Hey, um, yeah, they had the filler word and the and the and the brief pause in the comment. By the way, I'm just doing a I'm doing a faithful reaction, a faithful recreation, I should say. But it was like, "Hey, um, uh, like, uh, how can Brett Favre, a millionaire, take money from the people who need it most?" And I was like, damn, that's so right. Damn, that's true. And then there were, one of the replies was like, yeah, he's taking it from the laziest among us. And it's like, what sort of dipshit idea? Like, that's how, like, you're such a, like, for one, that's not based on anything. There's no fucking lazy, laziness quotient that you can fucking observe and quantify and then say that that's the reason why I don't have a job. Because, like, isn't like, 70% of people who work in the office like depending on how strict your um, like what constitute laziness you can, they would be within that like my mom has an office job and like whatever the opposite of lazy like ambitious hard working whatever all this people in the office aren't that you know I've been I've sat in offices before I never had a proper office job but you know I've been in offices and stuff before and it's like, yeah, I don't see anyone who's like working hard. I don't see anyone who's like fucking like doing a real awesome job out there. It's just something. It's just fucking classwork. I don't know. Like, it doesn't take anything to apply for a job either. Like, I don't I don't see like laziness is irrelevant. If you got the job, they're going to keep you until you become like a major problem. And even then, at some of these jobs, not even not even. You can be lazy and get money these days. It's actually easier than ever if you're a lazy motherfucker and have a job. If you're like, yeah, I'm just going to drive my own car. I don't really, I don't really feel like, you know, the only thing I like about work is the commute. So I'm going to drive for Lyft and get some money from that. Um, There's probably someone out there really industrious who is doing the they're lifting on the way to their commute. They're Ubering on the way to their commute and then they go to their job and they on the way back, they lift someone that's like sort of on the way to their house. That, that'd be a cool type of guy to be. I mean, not really, because, you know, that sucks, dick. <clears throat> but yeah, that just angered me because laziness is so irrelevant. Like, can't you like be at Walmart and be lazy? Like, it's like what? What? I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a fucking dumbass. Not to say that people that work at Walmart are lazy, but sh- or people that work in offices are lazy, but you know, you could be lazy and do your job and get paid. The problem is that they ain't giving out jobs to all these people out here. There's so many jobs for for people who don't exist and not jobs for everyone who does exist. As simple as that. Kitty cats. Yeah. Um trying to think of some stuff here. Fuck. 45 minutes. <sighs> hey, you should go to Patreon. That one's an hour long. Fuck. I can't think of anything, man. Uh, So I'm not going to waste your time. I think I'm just going to end it. And uh, actually, fuck that. I'm going to play with the soundboard right now. So I took out my penis. Oh, wait. I took out my penis. And uh, I put it in my mouth. Fuck, I can't make this good. Uh, let's just play. I don't know, man. Fuck. I guess this is over. I, I guess I'm done. 
Ah, fuck. I'm sorry, man. We'll be better next week. Hopefully the fucking things of Monster Reborn come in. The packs of Monster Reborn so I can use it on Dante's eviscerated body that uh, from the plane crash in Himalayas that he was in. Because, uh, you know, I don't know if I could really do this without him. And I think I just might tank the fucking listenership with this episode because I can't imagine too many people enjoyed this. But, uh, you know, he's got to keep getting, you know, keep pushing on and try to keep getting better. And hopefully next time I am better. But, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And, uh, you know, I'm just out here trying to build a Tower of Babel. So that's probably even going to take even longer. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you got this far and, you know, have a wonderful day. Bye.